So we left off last chapter, where Max and Ophelion had entered into a pole vaulting tournament. Many contesters turned out, but only one, namely Mr. Stilts, stood high above the rest. Max and Ophelion had three days to train before the competition began. And in those three days, Ophelion was stretched on the rack by donkeys and two strong men. And afterwards, he climbed a rope set afire by Max. And afterwards, he swam 25 laps in the Tannin Lake. And also wearing a backpack, he sank to the bottom and made his way to the surface. And now, the chapter begins. Day two of Ophelion's pole vaulting training. The room is bathed in the soft light of the early morning. Ophelion is sprawled across his bed, snoring loudly. The door to his bedroom creaks open. Max pops his head in, along with a few of the children from Ophelion's class. For Ophelion is a kindergarten teacher, and his children come to wake him up. Okay. Quietly, quietly thinking. Max and the children sneak in. Max holding a metal pot and a large wooden spoon. A mischievous grin on his face. Okay, you two, go, go, go by the feet of his bed. Go by the foot, go, go, go. And as Max and the children tiptoe close, Max raises the pot and the spoon and brings the spoon down with a loud Ophelion corners himself in that room, up against the headboard, gripping his shirt across his chest tightly, gasping for air. Good morning, class, children, sweethearts. What brings you in here so early in the morning? Oh, Mr. Phil, we wanted to wake you up. We made you some breakfast. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought? <laughs> Have you ever thought about just maybe perhaps giving a little knock on the door? It still works. <laughs> the door knocks. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff works you. these days. I told you we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some food. Uh, yeah, we made uh, you some food, Mr. Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a kangaroo yeah. diet. Uh -huh. <laughs> and snapping his face towards Max. <laughs> A kangaroo died, Max? Yeah, it's in the book. Uh -huh. Yeah, don't question it. Very good. What's in the ca what's a kangaroo diet, Max? I, I one thing comes to mind when I think of a kangaroo diet, and it's nothing but grass. Oh no, no, no. It's a lot more than grass, oh, yeah, trust me. Okay, more. let me look. Uh, so a kangaroo diet is uh, grass, leaves, uh, ferns, flowers, uh, fruits, moss, uh, we all grounded it up and made a nice little tossed salad uh -huh. for you. It's really sounding good. <laughs> 
You said moss. Moss! <laughs> it's fresh moss. Yeah, since kangaroos jump high and you're in a pole vaulting competition. Yeah, we, we figured that uh, you uh, need uh, to jump really high. Really, kangaroos really, jump high, so if they eat uh -huh, all this and uh -huh, they jump high, uh -huh. that must be what makes yep. them jump high. Uh -huh. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey. It's not the legs. It's not the fact that they're a beastly animal. <laughs> Those don't make any sense, does it? It's the food. Yeah, Mr. Phil. <laughs> All right, let me, let me let me get my slippers on. All right, because I'll go out there and weep. Get the phone. Get the phone. Get the An affiliate enters into that dining room. Max and the children stand proudly beside it wearing aprons. Aphelion's stomach is grumbling in anticipation <laughs> as he sits down and looks into the bowl. <laughs> he likes it. I know he's gonna like it. Aphelion, his eyes widen in horror as he gazes down at the bowl placed in front of him. See, I knew he'd like the it. concoction within looks like a bizarre mix of unidentifiable ingredients emitting a foul odor that curls his nose. I knew he wouldn't like it. Uh, um... Kangaroo diet, huh? <laughs> uh, it's very scrumptious. I know. Oh my it. goodness, Max. <clears throat> Here you go. Here's uh -huh. a little bit of water to wash it all down. The best water there is. <laughs> all right. As Aphelion <laughs> prods at the mixture with his spoon, trying to identify any recognizable elements amidst the chaos of colors and texture, <laughs> Aphelion takes a hesitant spoonful and brings it to his lips. His face contorts. Struggling to swallow the repulsive concoction. Oh, he likes that. It's a smile on his face, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I think I just oh. swallowed a tadpole. What was that, Max? It was a tadpole. Oh, uh, I, it was a pond water. I put it in pond there. Pond water? <laughs> nice. There's nice a whale right outside. Did it run out? Oh, oh no, Mr. Phil. Uh, it's a kangaroo diet, so uh Yeah. Uh, kangaroos drink out of a pond, and they so jump maybe high. perhaps uh, and they jump high uh, uh, that makes them jump higher also. Uh-huh. Must yeah, be. Kangaroos also drink from fresh water. They're not <laughs> Ow. Yeah. I know I swallowed a tadpole. <sighs> uh, alright, alright. Uh, okay, everyone, let's Let's get ready, all right? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. The day's wasting away. Yeah, okay, children, ah. y'all can go back and do what y'all need. Okay. We need this time together. We're gonna get ready for that tournament. All right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mr. Phil. We'll see you out yeah. there. We're all rooting for you. Uh -huh. And following the instruction of the Book of Wisdom given to them by Hunchy, Aphelion's uncle, Aphelion found a solace in the tranquil embrace of nature. Perched upon a withered log nestled amidst the undergrowth, he closed his eyes and let the rustling leaves and chirping birds wash over him. Meditating, meditating. <laughs> this has got to be the easiest part of training for a pole vaulting competition I've ever done. I could do this all day, Max. Meanwhile, Max, clutching a small vial of shimmering golden nectar, began to dub the sweet-smelling sustenance onto the outstretched hands 
and along the bare arms of a filian. <laughs> Extra thick there. <laughs> kind of tickles. What is that? Nectar. Smells great. Yeah, doesn't it? The scent of the nectar enveloped Ophelion, wrapping him in an intoxicating cocoon of sweetness. He sighed contentedly, feeling the tension of yesterday melt away with each passing moment. <laughs> this is great. This is like the best thing. Ah. Now, Ophelion, huh? whatever you do, don't run. Why would I run? And whatever you do, don't make them angry. Make who angry? What are you talking about, Max? And whatever you do, don't focus on the pain. You're speaking in riddles. Speak clearly. Explain all this to me. Where are you going? I'm going to be hiding over here behind this other tree. Just remember those three things, and you'll make it out alive. Max, wh why, what? Explain, explain. Ah, he's probably just trying to get me out of my meditating state and disturb my peace. <laughs> I know those tactics, tactics. As he shifts his eyes left and right. <laughs> tactics. Ham, <laughs> Little did Ophelion know, high above his head, nestled amongst the garnelled branches of the ancient oak, a bustling hive of bees had taken notice of the alluring aroma wafting up from below. Drawn by the promise of fragrant sustenance, they emerge from their hive in droves, buzzing eagerly as they follow the scent trail down to its source. Unaware of the impending danger, Ophelion continued to bask in the serenity of the forest, utterly oblivious to the growing cloud of winged insects hovering overhead. Ophelion just happened to open one eye and get a glance at Max. As a Max, his mouth is wide open. What are you doing, Max? What a silly face. Anyway. As the bees descended upon Ophelion's arms, their delicate wings hummering in a frenzy, he felt a surge of panic course through him. The gentle touch of their tiny feet and soft bodies brush against his. He felt a shiver down his spine. He looks over at Max. Max is doubled over, covering his mouth, laughing. And as Max sees Ophelion looking at him, Max darts behind the tree. I saw that. I so saw that. Oh, I'm gonna kiss you. But he fought to maintain his composure, clinging to the thread of his meditation practice like a lifeline. <laughs> With each passing moment, the swarm grew denser, enveloping his arms in a withered mass of golden bodies. 
They darted and danced around him, their insatisfiable hunger driving them to lap up every last drop of the sweet nectar Max had applied. Hours dragged by like an eternity as Aphelion remained frozen in place. His mind is a tempest of conflicting emotions. Fear. Frustration. And the stubborn determination not to succumb to the chaos unfolding around him. Their sheer force of will and his sheer force of will clash. But he anchored himself in the present moment, refusing to let the buzzing horde rob him of his inner peace. At long last, the forest fell into an eerie silence. The bees departed as swiftly as they had arrived, their bellies full of their mission accomplished. Left in the wake, Aphelion sat amidst the aftermath, his arms tingling with residue warmth and his heart heavy with the weight of the ordeal. Max slowly and cautiously approaches Aphelion. So, you did good, Aphelion. You stayed in place. I did. I didn't have a choice. Did they sting you at all? <laughs> oh, man. Max, Max, Max. Uh, did they sting you? You remember when we were younger and I gashed my arm open on a rock? Oh, you got the stitches. And <laughs> I got the stitches. Correct, Max. That hurt really bad. Well, Max, it felt like both my arms were in meat grinders yesterday. And they were sewing me up today. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And, and they did a great job sewing me up. They missed nice. no little detail. They just patched me all on up. Uh. Uh. Ooh, they even took all your hair off. You're balling as a baby on your arms. Uh. What's next, Max? I'm going to forget this ever happened. It never happened. Nope. What's next? Okay. It's a good one. You're going to like this one. It's in a field. Come on. It's a little more relaxing than this. It's like a brisk walk. Only a little faster. A little faster? Yeah, a little, a little faster. Like, you're going to have to stride it out a little bit. Come on. I'll, I'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, Max. Max and Aphelion found themselves standing behind a powerful horse. A rope attached to its reins runs along its back and behind him several feet. Max grabs the rope and hands it to Aphelion. Here you go, Aphelion. Take hold of this. What am I doing? Am I walking a horse? Eh, it's kind of like the horse is walking you, and this is the very last training exercise. All right. Well, let's get this thing going. What are we waiting for? Okay, 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 okay. And as Aphelion grabs a hold of the rope, a gooey substance oozes between his fingers. 
<laughs> what is this? Oh, 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 oh that, that's so you don't slip off. It, it kind of helps you hold on a little tighter. All right. All right, let's do this. And Max stands beside. With a quick nod, he signaled to the horse, its powerful muscles rippling beneath its sleek coat. The horse has a leisurely pace. <laughs> ah, this is, this is nice. I can do this all day, Max. I believe you. <laughs> the air is crisp. <laughs> the sun is beating on my face. Ah, birds are high in the air. <sighs> and Max picked up the pace a little, jogging alongside the horse. And the horse as well picks up the pace. Okay, come on, a little bit faster. <laughs> it's too easy. <sighs> Just keep breathing, right Max? That's it, keep breathing. Just take in the air and exhale. In the air, exhale. <sighs> Now, uh, hold on for dear life. What? Hold on for dear life. <laughs> All right, I I'll do that. Then, with a sudden burst of energy, Max slapped the horse's flank, urging it to gallop. And with a powerful snort, the horse surged forward, its thundering hoofs echoing through the streets. Hold on! Uh, Max, Hold on. I can't, Max, I can't keep, I can't, I can't keep up, Max. <laughs> and Aphelion loses his footing and lands on his stomach, leaving Max in the dirt. And the horse thundered through the bustling market square of the town. Chaos erupted in the wake with a sharp turn to the left. It sent vendors scrambling to clear their wares, sending baskets and fruit tumbling and causing cries to fill the air. Turning right, the horse barreled through the narrow lanes, smashing into bins and sitting pottery flying in all directions. Billion, still clinging on desperately to the rope, was dragged along behind, his body bouncing and rolling across the hard-packed dirt. As they careened through the market, Athelion's path intersected with concession stands. Their delicate structures were no match for the sheer force of his body. He collided with them, one by one, sending bottles and jars crashing to the ground and scattering their contents of colorful array across the dirt. At some point, Athelion's body along with the rope wrapped around a pole causing the rope to snap, freeing him. Aphelion lay there, gasping for breath and covered in dirt. Sprawled across the ground, his limbs aching and his head spinning from the whirlwind ride. The horse walking back over to him. Yeah, you, you little horsey horse. <laughs> you know exactly. I see it in the eyes. You know what you are doing. Aphelion, uh, 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 that was crazy. Uh. And looking back into the market square, the faces on everyone. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think they're too happy. Blame it on the horse. Uh, 
Uh, sorry, sorry about that, everyone. The horse did it. Uh, all right, Ophelion. Let's get you up. You look good. Let's get you a new pair of clothes. They're practically almost ripped off of you. <laughs> How do I look, though, other than that? Uh, like I said, you look, you look good. Just, uh, just when, when all the numbing wears away. Uh, I got a good medicine for it. Uh, the rangers gave it to me. Come on, let's get cleaned up. A good medicine for it? The numbing? You'll see when you... You'll see. The crisp night air enveloped Max and Aphelion as they rode home in the magnificent chariot that Aphelion had won in the tournament. The chariot's polished wood gleamed under the moonlight, and its golden ascent sparkled as they traveled through the quiet streets. And in Max and Aphelion's house, Aphelion sat at the wooden table. He was diligently grading homework papers from his class. The soft glow of the lamp illuminated his focused expression as he carefully assessed each assignment, jotting down notes and corrections with a steady hand. Meanwhile, Max lounged on a plush couch, a cup of cider in hand, engrossed in the evening tannin times. Billy, it says here that a man had designed a catapult he wanted to launch himself onto the Tannin Lake. Uh, oh, really? How did that? How'd that go for him? Well, there's now a searching party on the other side of the lake in the forest. Uh, They've been searching all day. You know something? I did see a lot of people out there. I was wondering. I thought there was a a bunch of deer. I thought they were hunters. No, they're searching for for the guy who catapulted himself. <laughs> Rookies. Uh, Max, uh, what is two? Okay, two plus two is what? Uh, four. Right, that's four. I asked uh, Joseph, to, what is two plus two? You know what he put? Twice as many. Well, I mean, you know, it is correct. Two plus two is twice as many. Uh, yeah, you're right. You right, got to give it hey. to him. Come on. <laughs> Look at this one. Right. Ah, it's like... He spit all over his homework. Oh, who's it from? Norman. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's the one that was ah. sleeping in class. That's drool. That ain't spit. Oh, but isn't drool and spit the same thing? Just spit is projected out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah you're right. See, that's why you're the teacher and I'm just a sub. He got the answers right, though, but... I find A. He gets an A also. Yeah, it's a hard. Great teacher. <laughs> hey, Ophelion. <laughs> hey, here's, here's another one right here. Bunch of horses got sick. And for three days, they've been defecating all over the ranch. Like everywhere. Even the ones that they took out into the market. Just everywhere. Ah, that was the smell. I was on that side. Yeah. Did they fix them? Oh, yeah, they fixed it. It was some kind of a sickness in the food. They're cleaning up the mess, though. They hired some extra hands. Nasty. (laughs) Look at Uh, Tommy used this one for target practice. You know how I can tell? How can you tell? 
There's holes all through it from an arrow, obviously slamming into the paper. <laughs> well, did he at least get the homework right? He missed a few, but he passed. But he did hit he did hit the center of the paper with the arrow quite a few times. You know what for that? <laughs> he gets an A. That's a hundred percent. And uh, and look at this. He just drew and doodled all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Some pretty nice doodling. He didn't answer none of the questions, but the, the doodles are pretty yeah. that's pretty nice. That's nice. You know what? There you go. At least he doodled nice. Maybe he'll be an artist. One hundred percent. Hundred for everyone, huh? Yeah. Huh? You still reading the paper, Max? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. Max. Huh? Are those my slippers? Those are my slippers. And Aphelion snapping his neck over to his door, to where his bedroom is. <laughs> and looking down at the slippers, those are mine. Why do you wear my slippers? Uh, I don't know where mine are. I, they were close to my room, so I, I just slipped them on. I didn't think you were mine. Uh, Max, your feet are so much fatter than mine. Now they're going to be really loose when I put my feet in there. You know what? I don't care. It's a good day. I, I won yeah. uh, I won the wagon, right? <laughs> I yeah. won the wagon. You know what? Fine, you, you can that, have that. You Drink your cider. Laugh at the paper. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> and grabbing that fishing pole off the wall. I'm going fishing, Max. Just read the papers, will you? Yeah, I'm reading the papers. But it's dark out there. You sure? Did you catch anything last night? Or the other night? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's about the patience, Max. Patience, patience, patience. Okay, uh, I'll see you later. See you. Patience, patience. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> That's funny right there. Ouch. And that's the end of that chapter. Alright, some credits now. So, all that music that you heard, well, not all that music that you heard was by The Fetchers. Fantasy of World Music by The Fetchers, Brandon, and Derek. They composed all that music. Well, pretty much all of it. <laughs> including the one that you're hearing right now. So, I hope you enjoyed the, the, the two chapters, and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye. As the night settled in, Max and Ophelion found solace in the comfort of their homes. The soft glow of the candlelight danced across the room as they drifted off into a peaceful slumber. With the breaking of dawn, the town came alive with a buzz of excitement. The air was filled with the scent of freshly baked bread and the sound of eager chatter as villagers made their way to the tournament grounds. The pole vaulting tournament a cherished tradition in the town, was finally underway. At the center of it all, on a raised platform adorned with banners fluttering in the breeze, stood King Armor Good alongside morning. Johnny. The regal presence commanded attention as Armor sat upon his throne, flanked by his loyal routine of guards and advisors, to include De Gravely and his men. I've got a lot of money on this one. Oh, I'm going see. to put it all on you-know-who. You 
kau kenapa tanamis terstil? No 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 no. I follow you, the great. Where we go? As the first competitors took to the field, the crowd erupted into cheers. Their voices echoing throughout the town square. As the anticipation reached its peak, the announcer, a charismatic figure with a booming voice, stepped forward onto the platform, commanding the attention of the eager crowd. And with a wave of his hand, he hushed the buzzing chatter. And a hush fell over the spectators. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests and honored participants, the announcer's voice echoed across the tournament grounds. Carrying the weight of tradition and excitement. Welcome to the annual pole vaulting tournament. With each vote cast and each challenge met, we celebrate the spirit of competition and camaraderie that unites us all. The announcer continued. His words stirring the hearts of those gathered. So, let the games In the pole vaulting arena, under the bright sun's glare, seven competitors stood with nerves laid bare, their muscles tense, their spirits all right, ready to battle with all their might. The bar stood tall, a daunting sight to behold. Each leap a challenge, a story yet untold. Higher it rose with each passing round, testing their courage on the hollowed ground. The crowd held their breath as the first one took flight. Yes, yes, yes. But alas, their attempt fell short to their plight. The pole snapped in two with a thunderous crack, sending splinters flying in the chaotic attack. Another would falter. You got this. Hitting the bar with a clang, their dreams shattered by a cruel twist of fate's pang. But amidst the chaos, one figure stood tall, Mr. Stilts unyielding, refusing to fall. With each graceful leap, Mr. Stilts, come on! He defied gravity's call, clearing the heights. Never to stall, his form was flawless. His determination pure. In the face of adversity, he'd always endure. Yeah. Round after round, he soared through the air. His spirit unbroken, his resolve beyond compare. The crowd roared with fever as he cleared every height. A testament to his skill, shining bright in the light.
As the pole vaulting arena, as the competitors raged on, amidst the cheers and applause, the challengers were all gone. Only two remained as the day grew late. Mr. Stilts and Affilian, their fate to detect. With muscles taunt and spirits ablaze, they faced each other in a steadfast gaze. The bar was raised high, a daunting height, as they prepared for the final fight. Mr. Stilts, towering tall and strong, with a record of victories proven long, and Affilian, agile and swift, determined to give Mr. Stilts a lift. With a nod and a smile, they readied their poles, their termination burning like fiery coals. The crowd held its breath, anticipation in the air, as they launched themselves up without a care. Yes, yes, yes! Do it! Higher and higher, they soared through the sky, each leap a testament as the moments flew by. But as the bar reached its zip, tension gripped the crowd. One could emerge victorious, standing proud. Athelion stands before that bar, pole vault in hand, looking up at its height. <laughs> Fillion, uh, don't think about how high it is. Just remember, it's a game. Just go and have fun. Give it your all. I'm going to give it my all, Max, but it's getting really high up there. I'm not saying I'm scared, but look at it. I, I see it up there. We all see it up there. But look at that, pointing at the chariot, that magnificent chariot. I, I want to ride that thing. Just think, by the end of this day, we can all be riding home in that chariot. Huh? <sighs> all right, stand back, Max. Stand back. Okay, here, here, give it your all. <sighs> all right, here I go. An affiliate arches his back, and that povel bows intensely. But he clips the bar. Head down low. I hit it, Max. I hit the bar. It's okay. We got one more try. Everyone gets two tries. And they look over at Mr. Stilts and his goons. You see that to everyone. He has nothing but the more mere mortal. Mortal. What a weak, pathetic man. Very weak. And Mr. Stilts takes his stance. The bar is replaced, and he proudly puts his nose in the air. And with a long stride, and arching his back, looking affiliate in the eye as he goes over the bar with ease and takes a bow, holding the pole. 
And he walks past the fillion and looks down upon him. And stops. Me. What an arrogant. Doesn't he just get under your skin? Right under it like a parasite. Walking over to the announcer. Can, can we take a, just a 30-minute break? I, I just got to clear my mind. 30 minutes. Half hour. Mm. Well, I don't know about half hour. Uh, mm. I'll give you 15 minutes. Everyone, 15-minute break. Uh, Come back here in 15 minutes. 15 minutes, everyone. Max, that was a very high leap. I'm kind of scared. Come on, let's go take a little walk. Let's go clear your mind. Max and Aphelion took a short break by the wood line. Max, I, I know what I have to do next time. Oh, what's that? I just didn't arch enough. I, I, I just let myself down a little bit too relaxed. And I'm getting a little fatigued. Yeah, fatigued or not, you can, still, you can still manage this. Just remember your training. I know. And as they were catching their breath from the tournament, suddenly, three masked men sprung from the shadows. What's going on? And suddenly, as they swung a club, it struck Ophelian's shin. Get up right there. And they all vanished into the trees. As Ophelian lay there in pain, holding his shin tight, what was that? Uh, I don't know. I think they were probably working for Mr. Stilts. Yeah, they know that. See that? They know you're really good. Oh, they hit me right in the shit. Is it broke? Is it broke? Hold on. Huh? Let me look. Uh, uh, let me roll up your pant leg. Uh, uh, ooh, ooh, it's already starting to bruise. Ooh, does it hurt if I touch it right there? Ow, ow, ow. Uh, uh, don't touch it, Max. Ow. <laughs> Help me up. Help me up. Come on, come on. Walk it off. Walk it off. Ow! 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 I don't know, Max. I don't know if I can do the competition with the with an injury like this. Come on, let's just take a walk. Let's walk slowly back, slowly back. And back there with Mr. Stilts in the crowd. The three men that attacked Ophelion <laughs> show up. Oh. Did you accomplish what you're looking for? We <laughs> sure did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you'll be out of this competition very soon. Quiet, <laughs> keep it down. But to their surprise, they see Ophelion hobbling back. Trying to straighten up and pretend like nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. He didn't get and hit. He has an evil glare towards Mr. Stilts. <laughs> he, he never got hit the shin. And the three men stand there smirking at him. Somehow, Ophelia knows they had something to do with this. The announcer, seeing everyone arrived. All right, everyone. We are now begin 
The 15 minutes is up. Billion, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, we're ready. Mr. Stilts, are you ready? Me. Let us begin. And Aphelion takes his stance, looking at that pole that he once hit. That's it, Aphelion! Straight up! But he halts under his hurt shin and stops momentarily. Aphelion, does it hurt that bad? It hurts a lot, Max. You just block out the pain. Just block it out. We love you. He lifts his head up and sees Mr. Stilts and his goons laughing at him. (laughs) And hobbles back over to the starting line. Turning back around, he faces that pole once more. Come on, Affiliate. Just block it out. Remember the bees. The bees, Affiliate. The bees? Ah. My training. Block out the pain. Hi, stand back, Max. That's it, the bees, remember. And gripping his pole extra tight. And arching his back, Aphelion soars over the pole and clears it, landing on his feet. walks back over to the starting line where Max is at. You see that, Max? I blocked out the pain! And Mr. Stilts signals to raise the bar yet higher. Maybe a little bit higher. Go higher than that. They raise it a little higher. No, no, no. Higher than that. They raise it a little more higher. No. Higher than that. Oh, and they raise it a little more higher. Me. Perfect. Max and Aphelion stand in awe. The extreme height of that bar. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, there's no way he's clearing that. Aphelion, he's not clearing. That's that's really that's he's jumping over houses. He's jumping over trees. And Mr. Stilts takes his stance. A proud, arrogant air surrounds him. His nose stuck in the air. He looks down at Aphelion. Taking his deep breath. And he soars into the sky. Everyone's heads turn upward as they watch him climb higher. But he hits the pole, landing on his feet. He dare not look at Aphelion, but goes back to the starting line. With Max and Aphelion, oh, you see that? You see that? He, he didn't make it. Mr. Stilts takes his stance once more, turns around looking at the bar. Straightens himself up, grips his pole. Arches his back, 
This time he soars incredibly fast. Everyone's head lifts up, and Mr. Stilts clears the bar. He did it! And lands on the ground. I'm back there with Max and Ophelia. Man, that's insane, Max. Max. Yeah, you know, I feel for you on this one. I can't even explain what that is. Ophelia hangs his head low. And then he looks up and he sees his classmates, the children. The one he teaches in the front row of the crowd looking at him. <sighs> An inspiration overwhelms his heart. His mind filled with victorious thoughts. Never to give up. <sighs> Max? <sighs> I've got an idea. What's that, Apillion? Looking at all the several poles laying on the ground side by side. Some longer, some shorter. Stand back. Aphelion grabs each of the pole vaults and connects them end to end. And while he's doing that, he gravely and his men look upon him with curiosity. Oh, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> Me neither, the Gravely. Is your money still going to be on Ophelion? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely be on Ophelion. And with Mr. Stilts and his goons, this tears as soon as he hits that in the ground. This is going to be broken into 15 pieces. Oh, I got a chance in the world. Ophelion finished his monstrosity. Max and Aphelion looked down upon it. Are you sure it's going to work, Aphelion? Max, I'm sure it's going to work. I made that thing strong. All right, Aphelion, it's all you. Just remember your training, and you'll make it down alive. All right, Max. Step aside. Okay. I'm rooting for you. (sighs) Aphelion grabbing that pole vault and picking it up. That's it, that's it. <sighs> wow. Wielding that monstrositous pole bolt, like a medieval knight charging into battle, Aphelion runs down that runway. Yes, Aphelion! <laughs> and as he reaches the takeoff point, he plunges that pole bolt into the ground with a resounding thud, sending shockwaves through the arena. And with a burst of speed, Aphelion rocketed into the air his trajectory resembling that of a human cannonball launched into the stratosphere. Higher and higher he soared. The crowds gasped, mixed with nervous laughter as they watched him ascend to the dazzling heights. But just as Aphelion reached the apex of his flight, a collective gasp echoed through the stadium as the oval suddenly stalled leaving him suspended in the midair, perfectly perpendicular to the ground. That bar that he needs to clear is right at his feet if he can just lean forward 
The entire bar is like a noodle underneath him. And down there with Max. Oh, come on. Please just leave forward. Just leave forward. But because Ophelion had his training in his background, he is very limber from the stretching. He leans forward with his neck, stretching his neck as far as he can, and also lifting his legs up and pointing his toes. And even sticking out his tongue to get a little more. Because he held on to that rope, burning with fire, his panic is not even turned on. He's holding on strong. And because he was swimming with a backpack full of iron, he knows how to control his breath. But he's still unsure why he was drugged through the town by the horse. And blocking out all the pain from the bees. And down there with Max and the rest of the crowd. Everyone, everyone, start blowing! Everyone, blow! Blow! Where are you at? Come on, keep blowing! And up there with Ophelion, he can feel that gust of breath hit him in the back. Just enough to push him forward. And he clears the pole. Uh-oh. And he falls to the earth. And everyone watches in the crowd. Max is the first one to run to the scene. Passing up several people. As he sits there in a crater, face down. Let me help you up. Get out of the crater. Come on. You're looking good. I did it, Max. I did it. The training worked. Oh, that. The training worked. Was up there, wasn't he? Uh, and Uncle Hunchy shows up. Yeah, I told you that would make you a great pole vaulter. Uh, now we just gotta see if Mr. Stilts is gonna try it. Everybody, get back. Max and head back to the stadium. But Mr. Stilts is nowhere to be found, nor is Goons. Nor his convoy. His horses? They all left out of sight and in a hurry. I think they're gone. Max! They're gone! Yeah. They left in a. They left quick. They must have left while you were falling. That means I won! I won! And the announcer approaches Max and Ophelion. All right, folks, you've heard it grabbing Ophelion by the wrist and lifting his hand up high. Ladies and gentlemen, I announce to you the pole vaulting tournament champion! Even the king, King Armor! Alright, Ophelion. I gotta get going. I got some things to do, but congratulations on that. Thanks, King Armor! Alright, I'll see you around, Ophelion. 
I'm an affiliate. Let's get in that chariot and ride on home. <laughs> nice. Come on, man. The crisp night air enveloped Max and Aphelion as they rode home in the magnificent chariot that Aphelion had won in the tournament. The chariot's polished wood gleamed under the moonlight, and its golden ascent sparkled as they traveled through the quiet streets. And in Max and Aphelion's house, Aphelion sat at the wooden table. He was diligently grading homework papers from his class. The soft glow of the lamp illuminated his focused expression as he carefully assessed each assignment, jotting down notes and corrections with a steady hand. Meanwhile, Max lounged on a plush couch, a cup of cider in hand, engrossed in the evening tannin time. Billy, <laughs> it says here that a man had designed a catapult he wanted to launch himself onto the Tannin Lake. Uh, oh, really? How did that? How'd that go for him? Well, there's now a searching party on the other side of the lake in the forest. Uh, They've been searching all day. You know something? I did see a lot of people out there. I was wondering. I thought there was a, a bunch of deer. I thought they were hunters. No, they're searching for for the guy who catapulted himself. <laughs> Rookies. Uh, Max, uh, what is two? Okay, two plus two is what? Uh, four. Right, that's four. I asked uh, Joseph, two, what is two plus two? You know what he put? Twice as many. Well, I mean, you know, it is correct. Two plus two is twice as many. Uh, yeah, you're right. You right, gotta give it to him. <laughs> Look at this one. Right. Ah, it's like. He spit all over his homework. Oh, uh, who's it from? Norman. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's the one that was ah. sleeping in class. That's drool. That ain't spit. Oh, but isn't drool and spit the same thing? Just spit is projected out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah you're right. See, that's why you're the teacher and I'm just a sub. He got the answers right, though, but... I find A. He gets an A also. Yeah, it's a hard. Great teacher. <laughs> hey, Aphelion. <laughs> hey, here's, a, here's another one right here. Bunch of horses got sick. And for three days, they've been defecating all over the ranch. Like everywhere. Even the ones that they took out into the market. Just everywhere. Ah, that was the smell. I was on that side. Yeah. Did they fix them? Oh, yeah, they fixed it. It was some kind of a sickness in the food. Yeah, they're cleaning up the mess, though. They hired some extra hands. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Tommy, look at... Thanks. Uh, Tommy used this one for target practice. You know how I can tell? How can you tell? There's holes all through it from an arrow, obviously slamming into the paper. <laughs> well, did he at least get the homework right? He missed a few, but he passed. But he did hit he did hit the center of the paper with the arrow quite a few times. You know what for that? <laughs> he gets an A. That's a hundred percent. 
Here you go. And, uh, and look at this. He just drew and doodled all over it. Yeah. <laughs> some pretty nice doodling. He didn't answer none of the questions, but the, the doodles are pretty, yeah. Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know what? There you go. At least he doodled nice. Maybe he'll be an artist. One hundred percent. Hundred for everyone, huh? Yeah. You still reading the paper, Max? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. Max. Huh? Are those my slippers? Those are my slippers. An affiliate snapping his neck over to his door, to where his bedroom is. Yeah. <laughs> and looking down at the slippers. Those are mine. Why are you wearing my slippers? Uh, I don't know where mine are. I, they were close to my room, so I, I just slipped them on. I didn't think you would mind. Uh, Max, your feet are so much fatter than mine. Now they're going to be really loose when I put my feet in there. You know what? I don't care. It's a good day. I, I, won, yeah. uh, I won the wagon, right? <laughs> I yeah. won the wagon. You know what? Fine, you, you can that, have that. You Drink your cider. Laugh at the paper. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> and grabbing that fishing pole off the wall. I'm going fishing, Max. Just read the papers, will you? Yeah, I'm reading the papers. But it's dark out there. You sure? Did you catch anything last night? Or the other night? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it, it's about the patience, Max. Patience, patience, patience. Okay, uh, I'll see you later. See you. Patience, patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny right there. Ouch. And that's the end of that chapter. Alright, some credits now. So, all that music that you heard, well, not all that music that you heard was by The Fetchers. Fantasy of World Music by The Fetchers, Brandon, and Derek. They composed all that music. Well, pretty much all of it, <laughs> including the one that you're hearing right now. So I hope you enjoyed the, the, the two chapters, and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye.